And welcome to another episode of Cinescape Magazine's whatever we're calling this. Superstar. Exactly. <laughs> Super something. Super sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Today is Wellness Day. Yes, yes it is. And it's... Maybe not in the state of California, but yeah. Yeah, so I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> so you ready to do this? Yes. All right, let's get into Wellness Day and see what we can do. For those of you that, uh, you know what, fuck it, I don't have to explain shit. <laughs> edit that out too. How far do you think we're going to do Superstore for? Until we're done. Like the season or just keep going? can cover your shit. At least the Just full season. Yeah. Yeah, the, the full season gets hey, is that Amy? all the way through. She's got a terrible cold. Oh, no. Hey, sweetie. I haven't decided you what... You sound terrible, shrill. ...what we're going to do next, way. but... Yeah. I thought bad. there was... Uh-huh. We, well, we talked hey, about hey, something. What did we talk about? Hold on a sec. It definitely yeah, wasn't a, a, a no, revisit to Robocop, the series, I'll tell you that. No, but we talked about something else that we wanted to... Oh, Third Rock from the Sun. Was it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, sweetie. So. First season is fucking great. So just get well soon, okay? Thank you. So we'll do we'll do at least the first season from Third Rock of the, from the Sun, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So can I pretend to be sick to miss school Monday? Yeah. No. no. Gotta love Dick Solomon, man. I can never get enough of Dick. It is. It's an adult thing. No one can. <laughs> Hi. And then maybe Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Oh well, you know what? We're just, I have a ton of fucking TV shows. And we're just gonna fucking. Come on. Are you kidding me? What, do you have brain freeze? Show freeze? Why the fuck does this happen? I'm here to watch a movie. Oh, no. This is one of those episodes Twist. where Dina rubs me the, the wrong way the whole episode. Say, we're friends, so... Like, she's a fucking control freak bitch in this episode. It wasn't! <laughs> Are you sure you should be drinking coffee? Caffeine mixed with cold medication can have the same effects as meth. Like... Really? I've never heard that. Oh, it's true. I guess... Yeah, all of it. Ooh, motherfucker. I was like, pour that shit on her head. Hey, yeah, who the hell is she to tell you how to live your life? Pretty good. Almost on my cat again. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm having a conversation with Amy. I think if this episode came out today instead of like three years ago, they would be like, fuck that Karen shit. Great. He might take me to Paris. Oh, Paris. That sounds so weird. I hate Paris. That place is just one giant gay ashtray. Attention, Cloud9 shoppers. Okay. Cloud9's Wellness Fair, where we're offering vision tests, blood pressure screenings, and tips on living your best, healthiest life. Okay. Go to a doctor where you can get medical advice from the same place you get dish soap. (laughs) I like that line. I love Garrett, man. Garrett Garrett keeps the show going. He keeps his episode going, too. Good. Do you see the lady who's running the uh, wellness um, desk? No. They'll show her again. I believe she played uh, Zorn's boss on, you know, Really? That fucking it, yes, son of Zorn. Yeah. <laughs> I could be. It's not. You don't think I could <laughs> yeah. be a doctor? No. She, like when he worked in the office building? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even think I could be a doctor. I hated that show. Oh. I liked it. I really did. I saw potential in it getting funnier and funnier, and I actually liked it. I liked it better than I liked this show, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, okay. I think the cooler was partially open behind them. I hate it when I actually enjoy a show and it doesn't, they don't give it enough time to grow and get better. I mean, I know shit happens. They get, you know, the show's not making money. Then what's the point of keeping it going? But it just, well, just, those shows do make money. That's the thing. It's just not making enough money. Yeah. You know, it drives me nuts. Like when some shows are getting really good ratings and they get shifted around. Like who the fuck is running these, these networks sometimes that, that does that shit. If something's successful in the Social justice warriors right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bend the knees. Kissing each other. Wow. Wow. Oh. 
<laughs> She's preaching Seriously? to the choir. We already knew. This is your reaction? Jeff is cheating on Sandra with Mateo. What do I do? Do I do I do I talk? <laughs> There's to more her? Garrett wisdom right here. Here's what you do. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It's so simple. This is like Jurassic Park. You start messing around with something you don't know anything about, but before you know it, you're getting bitten halfway. You're sitting on a toilet. It's true, Amy. That's what happened. You gotta go. You gotta go. Okay. That's true. This was great. Help me. See, that that lawyer didn't hold on to his butt. Tell her that Mateo's the one who's been dating Jeff all along. That's better just to stay out of it. Who's that guy? Is that guy selling fucking photo? Yeah, that is. Get your photos in the background. He's like. That guy's really oh, doing his job properly. Like he bar. works there. It must <laughs> be background actor. Warning to is that the? Uh, yeah, there's Zorn's boss. Well, yeah. Except when patients die. It's weird how you've had cro- we've, there's crossover with this and the Fox Zorn show. Well, you know, I I always I sometimes forget this, but a lot of shows are filmed by other companies, and then just certain networks just pick it up. And they're it's kind of like almost like a big movie theaters that are just only distributors, like um, Paramount. They didn't make the fucking movie, but they're the ones that distributes it around the whole world, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like that with these shows. But I've seen it where, um, and I can't remember what show it is off the top of my head, but I've seen it where a show was on one network, and then when it got you know canceled or traded to another network, how the quality of the film itself uh, changed. Like they used different cameras or something. There was a TV show series that did that. Uh, did you it was like it was weird. Fed up? Oh, with well, um, American Dad. Did you see Pork Over Knife? Oh my did it? god! I, I was huh. devastated. Did you guys see Big Joe on TBS? Well, I, yeah, but I, I never watched it, that show all the way. Like I didn't. It was on Fox watch it. and then yeah. TBS, and it looked different when it was on. Uh, no, I'm, but that's that's one of the. Uh-huh. Show some gratitude there for your penis. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, did Amy say anything? My biggest question here is if he's no. if he can't walk, no. how does his dick work? I I, I mean I, maybe I'm you I'm really just, have to question that. I'm just dumb. I mean maybe he has one of those those um pump implants so that his dick can work. I, I don't fucking know. Does he feel his? I need more info. Why? Because I care about Garrett. <laughs> can I see that? Shave it. Look at what? that fat ginger. He'll thank me later. Shave it. Shave it. Hey, yeah, see, I? I had that shit. I used to grow okay. a chin beard, and I liked it. I liked having a chin beard. Well, I hated standing in front of the fucking mirror for two hours trying to get it perfectly straight with my double chin and shit. But I, I liked it for a while, and I kept you know brushing it so it would be straight. When so did you have a chin beard? I had it when I worked at Mazda. It was a long time ago. I had a co-worker. This is before you even worked there. And then I had a co-worker. One guy started calling me fucking uh, pube chin. I'm like fuck you, man. I shave, you know, but he's right. I mean, it, it was it looked kind of pubish. So I was like, and still, I I'm not. I'm too anal about shaving my face, like making things line up. That's why I don't shave every day. Is because I hate lining up my sideburns. It bugs the fuck out of me. So I stand there. Use a ruler. That is no, no. I just try to use. I try to use the other. I try to use a specific point on my earlobe to line it up, and and still I'm constantly questioning myself. That's why I could never be like a you know a, a hairstylist or anything like that because I, I there's no way I'd just be on the, someone's head for way too long. Mateo and Sanders insane. Don't tell anyone though. I don't like this guy. Hey, Gare. This guy is taking the place of how annoying Mateo was to me in the first season. See, they get the joke. They're all smoking under health and wellness fair. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's the first time we've seen anybody smoking. Yeah. We're half the staff at fucking the big box stores. It's more than half the staff are always escaping to go have a cigarette or eight. There was an episode of How I Met Your Mother where out of nowhere, every character on the show smoked. Right. And they're all trying to quit. That is true. But you could tell that they all, the way they smoked, that they smoked in real life. Every single one of them. And it was just weird, just out of nowhere. And then the next episode, they're not smoking. The rest of the series, you know, I don't think you ever see them smoking again. The Glenn character is like a... I'm beginning to like him. I like him, but his, he's got this weird comedic relief thing now going on. Like his character gets, he's like Homer. He's getting dumber as the show's progressing. I know how to ride a bike. I've been doing it since I was 19. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know what? I, these things are ridiculous. Fucking shut up. Yeah, there's Jonah talking down to him again. Why don't you just adjust your mouth? <laughs> hey, buddy. I mean, what are you, the president of bikes? Oh, you, are, you okay, Glenn? <clears throat> are you okay? Glenn. Arnold. Hey, did Amy say anything to you about where she was yesterday? Uh, what? Uh, no, why? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. You know. Why is it so important yeah, to Dina? You know, something suspicious is I don't know. She's she's a control freak. It's a bad character. It really is. Yeah, it is. Like, they need to get rid of Dina, and they need to get rid of Jonah. Attention shoppers, Cloud9 is not offering breast exams as part of our wellness fair. We have not hired someone to do that, and if we had, it would not be a teenage boy in a 21 Pilots t-shirt. Shop safe. Delicious. See. Yeah, well, it's yeah. tough. You, you know what? Let me let me just go ahead and help you. No, I, I, that's I just doing. kick I him. I'm going to take your foot and I'm going to just slide it into the cage. Okay, just just going to. Why is he talking it? down to him like he's a child? You seniors, don't do that. No, that's I'm not. Doing Why? This. It's funny that you keep bringing that up, and then no, you must know they're that. not related. Uh, Left, no. right. So she just invented. The and then he keeps bringing up the fact that you know. You hey, stop talking down to me. Show me. How, how coincidental? Maybe it's because you just watched this episode. Here comes the second Jurassic Park reference. Wait, you guys have a wine club? Yeah, we're trying to keep it small. Look, this really is none of your business. You know, if you don't even know the whole story. If you knew the whole story, you would think she was a maniac. What's the whole story? None of your business. The whole story is that... Lucinda. <laughs> it was very intense, and then they broke up. Yep, they broke up. It happened on a Tuesday. See, confirmation. So she got dumped, but then lied and told everyone they were still dating? Why would she do that? Because she's a maniac. No, <laughs> that is a good question, and we asked her that question, and what she said made a lot of sense. She told us that she's pregnant. And the raptors have breached the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's pregnant? Nobody. The they should all be destroyed. <laughs> Wonderful. I know. I can tell by the glow. I always know. I'm gonna go congratulate. No, no, but uh, she doesn't want anybody to know yet. So yeah, Marcus, dude. I can't, the fucking guy, dude. Start showing. Like I said, he took. He's taking the place of Mateo as the most annoying character. Yeah. On the show, and he's another one that needs to go. So we've got three people that need to go from yeah. the show that are just no one likes tanking this. Yeah, because he's forced. He's 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 another forced character. She doesn't even know if she's gonna keep it. What? No, you don't mean she's gonna. Uh huh. Yes, yeah, she might <laughs> do it on a Wednesday. Okay, we're good on the days. 
I like how they use the the. Sometimes I like to walk around the store and just think of all. Like this entire scene is forced. Wonderful, you know. Yeah. Rippers and. He's done it before though in another episode. It was the birth control episode. Remember? Yeah. Crime? No, not crime. Uh, This one's more in your face with the abortion issue than than the the birth control one though. Yeah. I love babies. Horses? Sure, horses. But what about babies? Yeah, babies are cute. I will say this though. Great mommy. They they have his argument. They have Jonah's argument in this episode about it, and they don't seem to make it too one-sided, like like leaning towards it. They just let them fucking say what they say, and then that's it. It's not, it doesn't feel like it's pushing towards, you know, pro or anti. You know what I mean? So I, I'm glad for that. Problem is, is that they don't make Jonah look like a fucking idiot, though. They make Glenn look like he's just naive and stupid about the world. I know, but I don't even know why they have to bring this shit up. You don't... Yeah. I know. It's, I, it's it's like the gun thing. Yeah. This whatever. It's uncomfortable, and you're not gonna get people that are on a, one side of that shit aren't going to see eye to eye. So fucking, why have it in your show? Yeah. We don't. Yeah. But it, and it's not necessary anyways. It's it's a, it's forced. Yeah. This isn't a, a forced storyline. This isn't a serious lifetime drama. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like now we have Jonah and Marcus, and it's just like assuming she keeps. Wait, Sandra's pregnant. Yeah. Jeff knocked her up and dumped her from a tail. Like, why don't you just hand these, hand both of these two a, a gun and? I wish I had the stones to go both ways. Can you tell them to end it? Two dudes, all gas, no brakes. Yeah, totally. Now imagine taking this. So did he just pretty much say that he's he's leaning towards gayness? In the garden. I don't know. Mm-mm. Hey, hey, hey! How are we doing? What's going on? What are we talking about? Hey, why don't you See? mind your own business? <laughs> you know what? I will mind my own business, Glenn, as long as you don't mind Sandra's right to choose what she does with her body, right? Uh. I was thinking about getting all the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and I that decision because it's your choice. Jonah, thanks for talking down to her. Bike smart, but you don't get to be right about everything. Well, in this particular I still stand by what I say earlier in the season, which is somebody just needs to come by, like the knight from Monty Python. I want to see the foot. Punch him. I want to see the foot from Monty Python just come through the ceiling and smash that him. That too. Yeah. Or just uh, uh, her giant face just chews his head off. What is the, what, what, what were they using in um? Oh really? Well, it was up to you. They'd be what, was the, what was the term in Gross Point Blank? Popcorn? The flying boot to the head. I can't remember. Shaka... Shakabuka or something like that? Shit, I can't remember, dude. I, I, I watch that movie like once every... Because I own it. Uh, I have... Yeah, about once every three years or so. And I love it. That's why I'm not getting rid of it. Glenn? Are you okay? Shakabuka. Oh, oh, very dizzy. No, no, no. Can we get a doctor? Where's that nurse? Here, just move. One day, totally fine. Next day, so sick she couldn't possibly work. Day after that, fine again. It could be lupus, Crohn's disease, a parasite. Honestly, I would need a stool sand. I could get that. Okay, Glenn. <sighs> Glenn. And you can hold in like this and breathe through alternating nostrils, okay? Wow, how do you know how to do that? The Red Cross. I helped earthquake proof a hospital in Haiti. I think Jonah, Marcus, and no. Dina should have a threesome in the middle of the store and then get fired I, you don't see. for inappropriate behavior in front of customers. 
Glenn, you need to do what he's telling you. No, I don't. He's stupid. Glenn. I'm going to tighten my tie. And I want to see Dina put a strap on and just ram the shit out of Jonah. I don't want to see a close-up of it. Low blood sugar. Gross. Yeah, do like a from-behind you know, view shot of, of Dina doing it and pounding him. You know, kind of like um, Peter Green pounding Ving Rhames in, um, in Pulp Fiction. Not discussing abortion at work. <laughs> Step aside, Oh, look, they're bringing it up. You guys managed to surprise us. So good job. Woo! <laughs> Don't lecture us on being responsible. We'll yeah, be the Monty Python boot to the head skit is Sandra. what they should be doing. So every time that Jonah talks, boot to the head. <laughs> Just a woman who's pregnant with your biracial child. In his defense, why is it biracial? Why does he say biracial? What is, is it, did they make him say that line biracial to make him look like he's racist so that it makes him look like he's wrong for being pro-life? Wait, so you didn't knock her up? No. No. I mean, that's that's what I get. You know, How do like, you get what? that out of him saying biracial? Because then it makes him look like he's more in the realm of wrong. Because he's because shows like this are always going to lean. He literally was talking. He's anti-abortion. Why would he? Okay, because so he's pro-life. So therefore, it's completely opposite of racism. Okay, but networks like this lean to the left, right? So if you have the person who supports abortion or supports life pro-choice or pro-life, I'm sorry, then making him look like he might be a little bit racist and also makes him look more on the side of being wrong. Does that make sense? You? No, you don't see that. No, I totally see that shit. Because why would he? Why would he have to say that she's by bi- a biracial child? Why would he? Why because would he... Jeff is white and she's not. Well, why does it need to be said? Why does he need to say biracial child? So casual sex is okay, right? Because it would be a biracial child. Okay, so what? What? Why? Okay, so Dude, what? Glenn is an innocent. Glenn is completely naive. You said it not five minutes ago. Yes. So to even think deeper into his whole fucking idea of him being racist and wanting her to like am i getting this right you're saying that he's being racist because he wants her to get an abortion did i i mean am i picking no, up on that no 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 i'm saying this is hard to convey I, i'm saying that the show makes glenn look like he's racially insensitive or racially ignorant on purpose because he's pro-life do you get it? No. Because how can that be racially insensitive? Okay. Well, why does he need to say that the baby's going to be biracial? Because it's biracial. So what? Why, are we, why, why does it matter that the baby's biracial? That makes no sense to me. Why does he need to say it's a biracial? Why can't he just say the baby? Why does he have to say it's a biracial baby? Who gives a fuck if it's going to be half Islander because and half... completely naive. And half Jeff or whatever Jeff is. You just said it five minutes ago. And I'm going to repeat it again. Because he's completely naive. And I think they make him like that on purpose so that when his character leans towards the right, he's just naive and stupid about everything. That would be in a way that leans towards the right. Does that make sense? No. No, no because you're thinking way too much into this. Okay, so I'm I'm, try- I'm like thinking at a higher level than you think that you give this show credit for. Th- yeah, I, okay. that, I, that I give you credit for. All right, all right. <laughs> I can see that. So, so you're... Uh, <laughs> You're, uh, uh, what do you call it? You're, um... I've ascended. Yes, you've ascended. <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm no, the, you know, okay, so going back into that I've whole thing... I've given the writing too much credit, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but go, going back into that whole thing... Oh, no, no. 
decades. Like you've literally taken it to the next step, which yeah. is you know what? I don't think that I don't even think. I mean, maybe, but I don't think that that's where they were going with that uh -huh. character, or where they're Not going with that yet. character. Yeah, uh, in terms of right wing, whatever else. But yeah. you have, I mean, this is perfect. You have Mark McKinney standing on the right and you have Jonah standing on the left, right? Uh -huh. Yep. So as we're getting into it now, sorry about everything. Jonah's over. not smoking, but he's holding a cigarette, trying to act cool. And sing with my head. I get it. Pro-life, pro-choice, yeah. right? Not that pro not that not that they're left or right, you know, it's uh -huh. just a I think you're smart. But Glenn, come on, that's When when you're looking at it silly. from them talking, thinking, it's absolutely the right and the left, not yeah. not conservatives, yeah. not or con conservation versus liberal. Yeah. More to the point. And what you said was absolutely almost. I think it's really just spot on. It's a good king check. Uh -huh. yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> get my deposit back. See you tomorrow. <laughs> my lady. Thank you. Will you take me to the frozen custard place, Adam Law? See, that's also too much. You know what I mean? It, like, okay, a, a, a comedic show is supposed to, you know, exaggerate things, right? For comedic effect, right? Yeah. But that's too much. You know, her renting a, a Cinderella-type, you know, horse and carriage because she's trying to keep up the facade of, of dating Jeff. It's too much. Like, it would be one thing if she just came in and she was wearing a shirt that had a picture of her, and, like a Photoshop picture of her and Jeff on the shirt. Then that would make, okay, but it's too much with the horse and buggy. You should have booted ahead. Biggest, thickest, still my Where are they in position? No. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Our tactics are fear, something and something. See what? Look, a live action version of the Phoenix Wright, the Frantics boot to the head. <laughs> this is the right one. I'm indeed pleased to see that everyone is present. As the executor of Mr. Muldoon's estate, I have been empowered to read to you his last will and testament. <laughs> Arthur Joe Muldoon, being of sound mind and body. Ah, oh, that, that's a laugh. <laughs> do hereby divide up my considerable estate as follows. To my overly emotional sister, Jenny. <laughs> for every penny she could get, and then cried crocodile tears when I needed sympathy. What? To Jenny, I bequeath a boot to the head. <laughs> for her wimpy husband, Chester. Is that all the thanks I get? No, there is more. Still, you are my sister, and since you've always admired my Rolls Royce, it's more like it. I bequeath another boot to the head. <laughs> the whip. My alcoholic brother head. I, I don't want a double to that. Who has never worked a day in his drunken life. I'm covering my head. I bequeath three crates of my finest whiskey. Really? Yeah, to the head. And to the head. Jenny and the wind. And finally to Mrs. Mulroy. Oh, I don't want nothing. Took care of me these many Brought me tea and made me laugh. Oh, it was a pleasure, honestly. To Mrs. Mulroy, I bequeath up to the head. <laughs> and finally, to my cat, I bequeath 
my entire vast boot to the head. <laughs> and I leave my entire estate to the people of Calgary so they can afford to move someplace decent. Is that it? Is that all? And one for Jenny and the Wimp. <laughs> what was that on? It's called The Frantics. Okay, because, yeah, I, I, I did not see that on Monty Python, so was, um, so I watched the whole series. That's fucking hilarious. I, I love I love goofy shit like that. It's, it's fucking great. And to my cat, I bequeath my entire boot to the head. <laughs> That's why I left it. So, yeah, there should be just, like, random Jonah boot to the heads in this. Yeah. Like, or a long-ass arm that just smacks him across the face. and Yeah, it just comes across the screen. <laughs> like a, like the length of Freddy Krueger's arm in the dream. Yeah. Well, speaking of, um, have you seen the documentary for, uh, it came out in 2010. I can't remember offhand. I'm watching it. Uh, something dreams. <clears throat> Hoop dreams. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. We got it. Never Sleep Again, the Elm Street Legacy. It's on YouTube. The full full one is on YouTube. I'm not yeah. going to go into it right now. I know, yeah, I never watched it. So you haven't watched I've it? I've heard of it. All right. The reason why I got into it, because I saw a trailer for a new, a, a new documentary starring Mark Patton, who played Jesse on Elm Street Part 2. Okay. Okay. And the main character? Is that the main character? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... As he says that that movie ruined his entire career, he blames everything on a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, on, on, on because of because of the for, gay overtones. Okay, and then he started getting typecast as a gay character, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm not gay." You know, he's he, he denied it for years. You're gay. I'm not gay. Yeah. Well, it, there's a plot twist. Plot twist. He's bisexual. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> among among the other plot twists. So as I was watching the trailer for it, and like now he's making money off of this documentary. Yeah. And he's and all he does is basically just complain about how he's been wronged in Hollywood. And I'm really I'm right now. I don't know how long. I'm I'm like 20 minutes into the um the other documentary. And it's really, really good. It's got, right now, it's talking about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 and all the scenes and how they did all the scenes. Yeah. I, I won't go too long into it. But I have to say that as a teaser right now, <laughs> 20 minutes into this, it's really fucking good. Okay. And like, I've, I've got to watch it. There's eh, there's other things that we're going to be talking about. Uh, join us on the next podcast. And uh, that's it. All that's right. it for Superstore. All right. It's over. You guys can relax now. Yeah. An hour later. <laughs> Good night. Oh, hey, Joe, do me a favor and record this line. Welcome to the Cinescape Magazine YouTube fan film review. <laughs>